Season's greetings from the ISTC monthly podcast, where you can keep up to date with what's going on at the ISTC and in technical communications in the UK and globally. The ISTC is the Institute for Scientific and Technical Communicators, and our members work to make scientific and technical information more accessible. I'm Amanda Marr, your host, and I'm a member of the ISTC and a freelance technical author. Each month, the podcast team plan to bring you interviews with people working in scientific and technical communication across a diverse range of industries, as well as all the latest news and events from our profession. This month, as it's the last podcast of the year, Imogen Craigmile and myself want to celebrate completing our first year of regular monthly content with a review and some seasonal fun. Well, we've been really looking forward to the seasonal review. For first things first, I think we're going to start with some Christmas quiz questions. There's going to be five questions. We'll give you the questions now, and then we'll reveal the answers at the end of the podcast. So keep listening. Question one. How many different types of sweets are there in a standard box of Quality Street? Question two. Which British artist has a whopping eight Christmas number ones under their belt? Question three. Which famous TV family has a dog called Santa's Little Helper? Question four. Who was crowned King of England on the 25th of December, 1066? Question five. Which of Shakespeare's plays was written as a Christmas present to Elizabeth I? Thanks, Imogen. Good luck with the questions and check your answers at the end of the podcast. We wanted to take some time to reflect on the past year um, and our time with the ISTC podcast. So to begin with, I'm going to ask Amanda a few questions about how she's found the experience of being a podcast host and a bit about what's next for her in 2022. What was your favourite moment of being a podcast host? That's a really tricky one. Every time I've done a podcast and every time I've had a conversation with somebody, Each conversation has been great and fun and has been illuminating in some way. So it's really hard to pick one favourite moment. One moment that really sticks in my mind was the February podcast with Chris Knowles. Chris was telling us about tech comms in the oil and gas industry and describing his work on diving support vessels when we got on the subject of toilets. But everything was controlled through the system, even the toilets in the uh, in the decompression chambers. Really? Yeah. <laughs> if they went wrong, they could cause a little bit of agony. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That would not be good. Sorry, hold you it. We've got to do a system upgrade. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You can't go at this moment in time because there's a system upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> you really wouldn't want the old blue screen of death at that point, would you? <laughs> at you that point, no. <laughs> not good, not good at all. This was at the time when we were in the dark days of the second lockdown, but we were finding things to giggle about. And I suppose I hope that the podcast would make our listeners smile too. <laughs> yeah. From that then, what has been one of the harder moments of being a podcast host? Um, one of the hardest moments was during the year, I'd organised time to make sure every month I had time to, to do the podcast. However, in April, my mum was ill. Um, she'd had a fall and was taken into hospital, but she wasn't recovering very well and they were concerned. 
and uh, and then they told all of our family to, uh, we needed to go and see her very soon because they didn't think she had long left. And I realized there was no way I was going to be able to get the next podcast out. It was a really difficult time. And I didn't want to I didn't want to miss a podcast. And so I asked for help and I asked you and you stepped up to the mark and it was brilliant. And it was so lovely to know that I could hand it over to you for that month. It was one of the hardest parts of the year where, you, you know, it's, it's that point when you realize that you can't do it all on your own and you do need help. And uh, thank you very much for doing that at the time. That was brilliant. Oh, you're welcome. I'm really, really glad you asked me. I've really enjoyed all my involvement with the podcast and I'm excited for next year. So I wanted to ask you if you had one piece of really good advice for me for next year. The one piece of advice would be to trust your instinct with the podcast and and to make it your own. Do what you think is right and, and put your stamp on it because then it will become uh, authentic to who you are and and how you present and the people that you that you get on and, and the way you want to run it. One top tip is don't be afraid of asking stupid questions like I did on my very first podcast with CJ Walker. So you say you're a linguist. Do you speak several languages? Uh, I speak seven languages, but seven. that's not what linguistics is. Oh. <laughs> Linguistics is the science of language. Ah, right. Yes, I'll try. I think you've left some very big boots to fill. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But also you've left me with like tons of uh, good advice and lots of helpful hints. And yeah, I'll try and do it justice next year. Oh, I'm sure you Um, will. I have every confidence in you. Obviously, um, I would like you to fail because then everybody would say how wonderful (laughs) I was. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. They'll say they'll say that anyway. I'm sure. <laughs> but but you know, seriously, I do want it to go from strength to strength. Well, speaking of next year, what are your plans for 2022? Now that you're not going to be a podcast host, what are you getting up to? Over the lockdown, I started doing a part-time open university degree, and so I'm going to next year. I'm going to continue studying that. Which is, I'm doing all kinds of courses in design and uh, user experience, which mm. is great for part of my job. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. It's fascinating. Good way to learn. And then I'm just I just want to focus on my work this year and hopefully, fingers crossed, get back into the office in 2022. Something to look forward to. Yes, I agree. Now, running a podcast has been a learning curve. Each podcast must have a graphic, a short text description and a title. And because running a podcast is not enough of a challenge, And like Mary Poppins, I believe all work should contain an element of fun. I decided to have a mystery theme for the titles in 2021. For those listeners with an eye for detail, you may have spotted it months ago. If not, here are the last 11 titles. See if you can spot it now. A New Beginning, The Podcast Strikes Oil, Return of the Journalist, The Financial Maestro, Drawer of the Code, Friend of the User, The Fourth Revolution, The Language Jedi, The Rise of TCUK Metro, Collaborate, Rogue One, bit of a hint there, Have You Got It, Imogen, Would You Like to Reveal, Drumroll. It was Star Wars. 
Ta-da! Yes, all the podcast titles in 2021 were based on Star Wars films. Congratulations if you worked it out. So then the question <laughs> is, as podcast host for next year, will you be doing a theme for your titles? Mm. Oh, I've got one in mind, um, but I'm going to keep it to myself until next year. Excellent. So I've got some questions for you, Imogen. I want to know what it was that motivated you to get involved in the podcast in the first place. Well, um, coming from a journalism background, originally that's what my master's degree was in. Um, the long form interview style really appeals to me. So it's been really nice to exercise that muscle this year a little bit when I've been a guest host. And so I'm excited to do it a lot more next year. I've also found listening to the interviewees fascinating. I feel like I've learned a lot about the ISTC. I've learned a lot about technical authoring. I feel like I've learned a lot about myself. So that's been really, really fun. Um, I've really enjoyed all the content that you've put out. They've really inspired me to try and do something similar next year. So, yep. Oh, excellent. Good. So how have you found the experience of helping with the podcast so far? Because you've been involved in lots of the different areas of the podcast. Yeah, I found it really, really enjoyable. Um, it's really nice to meet lots of new people that work in our industry. It's been nice to you know, plan and organize and have meetings with you where we just throw ideas around. It's quite nice because I used to work on a team with another girl, uh, but she's left to greener pastures. So I'm by myself again as a technical author. So yeah, but I will say it's been a learning curve at times. There's always technical difficulties and sort of working your way through that. Sometimes editing the audio can be difficult when there's just a background noise, when there's like a really good point and you have to try and do your best. Working to a tight deadline has been a bit stressful, especially when we did TC UK. We, we listened to the sessions and we did a couple of interviews over about two or three days and then we had to turn it around on the night where we had to edit it yeah. really, really quickly and get it out because as I know from my journalism degree, these things lose their relevance if you don't get it out as and when it happened. People don't want to listen to it two weeks later. Exactly. Yeah, but really, really, really enjoyable. Yeah, not a, never a dull minute. It's been really fun. <laughs> yeah, it has been a bit stressed at some points, but it's been fun. Yeah. So that brings us on to the other point that I am stepping down from the podcast. Da, da, da. I took it on to do 12 issues of the podcast, and you have very kindly and bravely taken up the challenge. So can you tell our listeners what your plans are for the podcast in 2022? Well, I definitely want to do more interviews with people in different sectors of um, industry. I'd like to, you know, thinking about some of the ones that we've not had yet, it'd be quite nice to do some of those. But on top of that, I'd like to intersperse that with some episodes that are just focused on a topic, maybe like a deep dive into artificial intelligence. There's such big ideas. We've often had to narrow it down to just one part of it. I'd like to have a long form conversation about one part of it, maybe the future and something like that. And then also I've got a dream to have a couple of episodes where we have two guests on discussing one topic, but opposing views on it. Ah, yes. Yeah, and see how their opinions compare on where technical authoring is going. Maybe like a little bit of a debate and a discussion. be difficult, but I'm thinking maybe in summer that could be like a summer blockbuster episode or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
that's really cool. Yeah. Very exciting. Now, I'd just like to take a moment to talk about next year's podcast and all the roles that are involved. It'd be really nice to get some more volunteers to help out because there are so many different aspects of podcasting uh, and we're really eager to have people to help. Roles such as a guest host, if I'm ever away, that would be fantastic. Or if anyone is just interested in hosting, I'd love to talk to you about that. We also need volunteers for marketing content copy, audio editing, graphics, analytics, researchers, project managing uh, to plan and oversee the whole thing. If anyone would like to volunteer for any of these roles, you can find me on LinkedIn at Imogen Craigmile or email the ISTC at istc.org.uk and with the subject line podcast or podcast volunteer that'd be fantastic thank you one of the things that's good to talk about in the review is your favorite bits of last year is there any favorite quotes or discussions that stick in your mind i really enjoyed the work we did for the tc uk I thought that was really, really interesting. It was nice to listen to so many different sessions and all the different exciting people. The one that stood out for me especially was the talk with Maria Lurero about her work with video games. I thought that was fascinating. I hadn't even realized that technical authors were associated with the video game industry. Video games localization is a combination of software localization and multimedia translation. So... Combining it, like if we were translating, for example, Macapi antivirus, and at the same time, Game of Thrones. So we have these two things to balance, these very technical, very software-oriented texts, and at the same time, these very creative texts as well. So I thought that was fascinating, and I'm, I would really like to have her do a longer-form interview with me next year. So fingers crossed. Yeah, good. Yeah, I was I was kind of blown away by that. You don't tend to think of tech authors being part of um, the gaming industry, but it's no. definitely an interesting thing to uh, explore. So now that you know my favourite moment, um, what was your favourite talk that you did last year? Or do you have a quote that really stands out from one of your interviews? Oh, it's so hard to choose, isn't it? There's so many. There's moments when it was funny and we ended up giggling about things. And then there's moments where there's people come up with really enlightening pieces of information. The talk with Catherine Rushton about translation was brilliant. She, she had so much information to give us about how the translation process works, how, how it is from her perspective. And, uh, and there was the great quote where she's, uh, she was quoting somebody else. In technical translation, I think the biggest thing is making things more concise because certainly from the languages I translate from, the tendency is to be very, very repetitive and very wordy in a way that would just will drive an English reader nuts. So I spend a lot of my time and I love that aspect of it. I love making a sentence as economical as possible. But, you know, in doing that, what you've got to be thinking about is there's a, a, a well-known translation guru if I can put it like that you know who's written textbooks on translation theory and so on and a colleague of mine in a recent workshop quoted him he said account for everything but don't put everything in Uh and you know and with technical translation particularly that's what it's about 
And I really like that quote. That's a really good one. Yeah. Another really good one. I really enjoyed talking to Chris Wood from Oxford University Press. And it was really interesting him discussing how he he was the first technical author for the company, but realized that that job title didn't really describe what he was doing. So he got his job title changed to UX writer because he was covering the whole kind of user experience and not just writing how to do a task. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just technical author to UX writer to reflect that change from uh, being just focused on health and support to being sort of more about everything that our customers, all the language that our customers see when they visit one of our digital platforms. What do you see the difference between the technical author job description and the UX writer? I think in some industries or in some places, the same two people doing the same job might have two different titles at the moment. Just this morning, I was reading a newsletter and this was one of the topics in it. There is someone was talking about how, you know, wherever you are in the industry, we've all got these different titles, but we're all sort of doing the same kind of thing. So I think for me, what, what made the difference for me was the change from being purely focused on writing I suppose what you'd call static copy, so the, the health and support content, so it was kind of fire and forget copy that went out there and, and stayed, to being involved in sort of UX copy, that's the copy which sits on our websites, which is more evolving and which is kind of changing as we understand more about what our users need and understand about and as our sort of platforms mature, as we bring in new features and functionality. Things are changing all the time, so it's a much more it's a much more sort of fluid way of writing than uh, creating just creating documentation or just creating support materials. Is there anything from the interview you did with CJ, the deep dive into AI? No. Oh, everything she said was fascinating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like everything. Mind bending at the same time. Yeah. Well, it's really hard to think of just one. But one that does stand out when we talked uh, a bit more about artificial intelligence, I found it really interesting and reassuring when she talked about the fact that despite artificial intelligence coming on leaps and bounds and uh, it, it is going to, it's going to be a really big part of our lives and maybe absorb uh, some jobs and uh, change the way that we do things. She does think that that might be the time for technical authors to come to the fore. She said something really good about how we shouldn't be worried about our jobs because we will be needed. And I thought that was really, really good. And this is what she said. Do you see artificial intelligence maybe swallowing up our jobs or do you think there's still going to be a role for us? I think that is a very, very good question. I think that's the essential question for um pretty much everyone when they think of AI coming they want to know what it's going to do to their livelihoods to their jobs and uh, I have good news for technical communicators I think that it is going to give us uh, more work and more job security than we've ever had if we're willing to adapt. For a last bit of fun here's a taste of some of the things that didn't make it into the final cut. I'm going to start recording there. Okay. Say that again. Working for OG UK, that's the oil and gas. I'll say that again. Take three. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can email me at the ISTC email address, istc at istc.org, with the subject line volunteer podcast or just for my attention. Thank you. Was that okay?
No, you said ICC.org. It's ICC.org.uk. <laughs> oh, this should be in the outtakes. Why can't I get it right? <laughs> you said it like times. <laughs> I have to say it goes blah. Exactly. So funny. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm okay. Okay. Um, right, it is 25 to 1, so we've been longer. I know we had some problems with audio to begin with, but um, I don't want to keep you any longer than I have to. No, no, that's fine. Is there anything you want to retake? No, that's that will all be fine. I'm brilliant at editing now, and I can spot an um from the audio button. That's very cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just so amazed that I can do it now. There's an um. It's my new skill. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm going to let you go now. Well, not quite yet, because I need to. Yeah. I need to wrap up. Oh. <laughs> well, I think we've done enough. You'll. I'm not going yes. to make you talk anymore. That'll do. Thank you very much. Oh, well, <laughs> record. I can stop recording now, can't I? Sorry, I'll stop recording. Uh, stop. Now it's time for the quiz answers. I hope you jotted down some answers to the questions. So number one, the answer is there are twelve different types of sweets in a quality street. Question two, the artist that has eight Christmas number ones under their belt is Paul McCartney. The answer to the third question is the Simpsons. They are the TV family who have uh, the dog Santa's little helper. The answer to question four is, of course, William the Conqueror. <laughs> and then the answer to question five, um, the Merry Wives of Windsor was written as a Christmas present to Elizabeth I by William Shakespeare. I hope that you've got them all right. Thanks for those questions, Imogen. And now for some news. The next ISTC Meets is presented by Mark Lewin, working in developer documentation. Mark is a technical writer, trainer, and the author of books and training courses on various programming topics. He currently works on the documentation team at Abley. It's on Wednesday, the 12th of January, in the usual lunchtime slot of 1 to 2 p.m. You will find more information on the ISTC website, Go to istc.org.uk slash events and click on the ISTC Meets link. To join the webinar, email istc at istc.org.uk and request the link. Also, Nordic Techcom Conference is going to happen in Stockholm on March the 9th to the 10th. The focus for this conference is on user experience. This conference is planned to be face-to-face. -face. If you want to present or run a workshop, Please get in touch before the 18th of January, 2022. Find out more info about this conference at their website, nordic-techcom.com. That's techcom spelled T-E-C-H-K-O-M-M. As I'm stepping down from the podcast, I just want to say some thank yous. I'd like to thank Ellis Pratt of Cherry Leaf for his conference workshop on podcast that inspired me and for him setting up the initial ISTC podcasts originally. I'd also like to thank all the ISTC team that have helped and supported, including the wonderful Imogen Craigmile and the very supportive and amazing James Bartley. I want to thank all the interviewees who have given us their time, knowledge, experience and trust this year. I would like to thank all the tech that has eventually worked in the end or just in time has kept us on our toes with microphones failing and laptops failing and internet failing. 
but we've got through it all. And most importantly, I would like to thank you, all the listeners who have tuned in every month and supported the podcast in this new format this year. Thank you very much, and I wish it well on its new journey into 2022. Join us next month on the 28th of January 2022, when I'll be meeting with another fascinating person within our industry. If you have a question about the podcast, email the podcast team at istc at istc.org.uk. A new episode of this podcast is released on the last Friday of every month. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. You can find out more about the Institute for Scientific and Technical Communicators at istc.org.uk or just search ISTC on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to tune in next year. Wishing you all the best for 2022. Happy New Year, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.